This podcast contains spoilers, might contain explicit language, and is not made for anyone under the age of 13. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to John vs. Film, and today we are taking a look at Rebirth of Mothra 2, or also known as Mothra 2, Kaite no Taikesan. I probably butchered that, so, but we're rolling with that. Apologies if I didn't butcher that. Anyway, this film came out in 1997, was directed by Kirio Miyoshi, written by Asumi Suetani and Tomoyuki Tanaka as creator of the original concept. And yeah, I'm just going to be straightforward with you. I kind of want to keep this episode short because I, 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 it's not that I hate this movie, but I, it's just a very un, uninteresting movie. So yeah, spoiler alert, that's my, that's going to be my overall thoughts. But anyway, I, I still am doing the whole five likes, five dislikes. Uh, and I'm going to give you a little synopsis right now. So, here we go. In the last movie, Mothra protected the forest. Now, she has to protect the ocean from the sea kaiju, the Gara. There's also a plot with some kids and a hidden temple or something. And finally, Magic P. Yup. There's not a lot to this movie, to be honest with you. Yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah, it's Rebirth of Mothra 2. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I love the first movie. Well, I shouldn't say love, but I have a strong nostalgic bias for the first movie. And while, while I did watch this movie as a kid, I watched it once as a kid. I didn't really care for it as a kid, to be honest. I liked it because it had Mothra, but I didn't like it as much as the first one. But anyway, before I get into... <laughs> criticisms i gotta talk about the things i like uh so first off i like the setting uh it, it gives a little tropical vibe it's different from the first movie and overall i i generally like the tropical you know beach aesthetic with the ocean and trees you know i love that you know i just love seeing that in media but maybe that's just personal bias bias uh, next point is that the Mothra song sequence has improved from the first movie. I feel like the camera work and the background was a lot better executed than the first movie, where the first movie they were just kind of dancing on fairy as a static, you know, it's sort of, it just didn't fit right, you know, with the last movie where they were kind of just standing in the, you know, a circle with the Mothra symbol. You know, on top of fairy with the very cheap looking fire setting. But here, they're flying around the city. They're not dancing on top of, you know, fairy. Fairies flying around. They're still singing on fairy, but they're doing a lot of hand movement. So I think the Mother song sequence has improved. Um, next up, the temple's pretty cool. You know, cool design, cool aesthetic. You know, I kind of like the maze like feature. Uh,. Next up, you know, second to last point. Yeah, we're we're going through the likes pretty fast. Uh, 
It's that Aqua Mothra is a really cool design. I love, like, it just is so cool how, you know, Mother Leah turns into Rainbow Mothra, you know, which is cool. But then we got that, you know, that Aqua Mothra, meaner looking Mothra design. That, That looks sick. You know, I would not, I would not be mad if the next Mothra design looked a lot more closely to Aqua Mothra. In fact, I think a little bit of GMK, I mean, not GMK, uh, King of the Monsters Mothra has some of the similar, like, design aesthetics that work well with Aqua Mothra's design, especially when you come to the meaner-looking eyes. And finally, I think this is the major part, is that uh, Belvira has some character development in this movie. She's probably the only one with character development, but besides the point, I mean... Uh, in the last movie, I thought Belvira was annoying. Here, she's a lot more tolerable. And the fact that we kind of get a sense of her motives a bit better in this movie, where the last movie, it just felt like she was just being a jerk for the sake of being a jerk, you know, and being annoying at the same time. But here, she just, just thinks humanity sucks for the Earth. Thinks that, you know, she's going to the extremes to get rid of humanity because... Humanity is the one that's polluting the Earth. Now granted, in the last movie, that was a bad idea of unleashing Descador, whose goal was to literally destroy the forest. You know, so I think that plan was a little shot in the foot there, Belvira. But anyway, uh, there's like actually a pretty decent scene where Belvira and uh, the other fairies uh, are... Cosmos or Elias's, whatever, whatever we're calling them, uh, Maul and Laura, you know, they're arguing about, you know, they're having a debate, you know, or making their case with the princess of the temple. Like, hey, humans, Belvira is like, hey, humans kind of suck. And Maul and Laura are like, well, you know, humans can redeem themselves. You know, it, it's, it's not, it's nothing new per se, but it's, I, you know, it wasn't executed poorly in this movie. And Belvira ends up actually saving the kids and the uh, goons that she tricked into working uh, with her. You know, so there's some legitimate character development. She's not, like, redeemed in this movie, but she's, like, on a path of redemption. And, yeah, I think that's uh, all the things I wrote down for my likes. So we're going on to dislikes. Uh, first up, uh, the environmental message is a bit too in your face and, you know, this time is poorly, I think it was poorly implemented. I mean, with the last movie, yeah, the environmental message was in, like, was not subtle whatsoever, but I think it tied a lot into, you know, with just the kind of capitalist nature of, you know, business because it wasn't just, you know criticizing you know like i was just saying we have to protect the environment because you know another theme or i guess with the last movie the father had to go through a journey of kind of realizing that hey i need to actually spend time with my kids you know and all that you know it's not just work so it wasn't just the environmental message and i think there was also a good you know story with the mothra you know just that dynamic you know i think 
it made its, uh, you know, the heavy environmental message, you know, just, you know, very tolerable, you know, because there was more to it than just a message. Here it's, we got to protect the ocean. We got to clean up the sea, you know, humans are polluting the ocean. It's bad. And yeah, it's like I said, it it feels very in your face and uh, and the poorly implemented. I think it's, it's pretty lazy because there's not nothing much to it other than, you know, the Kaiju Dagara, you know, he's, um, yeah, he's polluting the ocean or just responding to the ocean being polluted. You know, it's, it doesn't really tie into the overall plot with the temple and stuff all too well. Like, I, it was just like, I don't know. It wasn't as strongly executed here as it was in the last movie. Uh, next up is That's Not Gorgo. That is the note I wrote. Yeah, it's that little uh, creature that gives the magic pee that I mentioned in my synopsis. Yeah, uh, I'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, shoot. I should have looked up the I am the Wikizilla. Uh, da, 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 Rebirth of Monster Two. I'm I'm trying to find the actual name. Okay. So, it's supposed to be. Okay, just a little side. I I search uh, Rebirth of Mothra Go Go with just G O G O and says, "Did you mean Rebirth of Mothra Two G H O G O?" And it's like, "Okay, I click on that." And then it says, after clicking on that, "Did you mean Rebirth of Mothra Two G O G O?" It's like, "What the hell do you want?" But anyway, according to Wikizel, it's supposed to be Go Go, and that sounds right, you know, but it's spelled G H O G O. But with the subtitles. Okay, it says in alternate names. It calls the little creature Gorgo. And I'm like, excuse me, you're not British. This is a lie. You're lying. How dare you? Yeah, so I had strong, you know, I had problems with them calling the creature Gogo or a Gorgo. Uh, third point is that I am not a fan of the humor in this movie. Uh, examples are cigarette bud falling on a cat's tail. That wasn't funny. The magic pee. That was gross. I didn't think that was funny. And there's the, and they do the magic pee thing twice, where earlier in the movie, Go-Go go, you know, pees on the kid's knee and heals the wound. But earlier, uh, later in the movie, one of the, you know, bad humans, one of the humans that Belvira tricks, you know, pretty much dies and Gogo pees on his face and we see it from a, per, you know, first person point of view and then he's all better and it's like, yeah, I'm not a fan of that. That was, that was gross. And then there was the caterpillar incident in the classroom where the, you know, kids all you know, swallows a cab out and coughs it up and then the calipo lands underneath the teacher's shirt her, you know, in her cleavage area and it's like what the fuck, man? I th this ain't this ain't funny, this is kinda nasty. I don't know. I was not a fan of it. Fourth point is that I think the movie borrows too much from the first movie 
and flaws definitely included, uh, but isn't executed as well. Human cast is a special rate downgrade, does not really raise the stakes. You know, yeah, there's just, you know, like uh, going to the creature Dagra, he's not that much different from Descador. He just, he, in fact, I he doesn't have as much impact as Descador. You know, and yeah, the human cast is just, they're either annoying or unmemorable. And that's not a good thing. Uh, yeah, and it's just, it feels very formulaic. It doesn't change much from the last movie at all. Other than, oh, last movie we were talking about the forest. Now we're talking about the ocean. Yeah, you know, and I think the flaws I had with the last movie or the problems I had were just worse here because, you know, the movie was just not executed as well. And finally, the movie is not really engaging. Like, I, I was really struggling to pay attention to the movie. You know, and like I said, it's not a, oh, I hate this movie. Oh, it's so bad. I, I, how dare you, Toho, make me watch this movie? No, it's just, it, it, it was boring. You know, it, I didn't, like, uh, it just did not engage with me. It did not treat me with respect. I don't want to say it didn't treat me with respect because it, it at least treated me with more respect than it did with Gamera Super Monster where that was just insulting. No, it's just like, you know when you have someone who talks a whole lot of nothing? Like, they talk a lot, but they're talking about nothing. That's what this movie feels like. It's just like, you're going on, and I'm just... I don't care. You are not making me care about really anything that's going on. Even the Mothra and Gaiju stuff. I'm just like... I was just so tuned out of this movie where I'm like... Okay, this movie seems a little bit long. Why do I have to sit through this, you know? At least with the first movie, even as an adult, I was still able to engage with it somewhat and I was like yeah you know what this is a very charming movie yeah you know I like the mother scenes you know I really do I like you know that story I like the music oh, and I should say the music's fine here too but it's just the overall package in this one it's just because it's like so much from the first one but it's not it's more of the flaws of the first movie with its own unique flaws it, it's not again a horrible evil movie it's just boring and i think that i think that is the greatest shame of the movie so yeah uh anyway this is a very short episode but that, that's the goal because honestly here's my overall thoughts well this is basically a copy of the last movie this one just feels much more boring there's really not much else i can say and yeah it's like <laughs> that's the problem like a good movie, you can talk about how much you love about the movie. A bad movie, you can talk about... You can rip that movie to shreds. But when a movie's just boring... You don't want to talk about it. And that's that's this movie. It's, it's boring. I... Uh, you know... I, I think it's fine for a kid... Like a little kid to watch. But I think you can find something better. Uh, go back to the first one. First one. Uh, yeah, so again, short episode, but, oh, 
What what do you want me to say about Rebirth of Mothra 2? It's Rebirth of Mothra 2. I I know at least I'm going to have more to talk about in the next one, the final movie in the trilogy, because, you know, spoiler alert, that actually does raise the stakes a little bit. And there is a problem I have with the movie that uh, might be a little controversial, which I think it's just more my own taste. But anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. So yeah, I'm just kind of dragging things along. So that's it for this episode. Uh, You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean.com, and Podcast Attic. Uh, And also on YouTube. Uh, If you're on YouTube, make sure to like, subscribe if you want to hear more of the podcast. But also make sure to like and subscribe because I got other videos on the channel. Uh, Video essays, little reviews, and all that stuff. You know, just uh, come on down to the Henshin John YouTube channel. Uh, yeah, I'm also available on Twitter, Henshin John. I post art on my Twitter. And so make sure to check me out there. And yeah, anyway, next week we're talking about the final Rebirth of Mothra movie. And I'll do a little ranking of all the Mothra movies does. You know, or these four Mothra movies, because I'm not talking about the Godzilla, like the ones where she's in the Godzilla movies yet. But yeah, anyway, thank you for listening. I hope you guys have a fantastic day. Take care. (laughs) 